I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind in the business, got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes, they missed the bowl of kaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Red Room. Ah, uh, yeah. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest. I see Bashir over here just knocking his head. I see him. I see him. He looked like he was about to spit some bars, too. Maybe next time. You spit some fit some? The next show. Okay, you know you got some of that. You know you got some. I see the flow. Okay. I see the flow. He's stupid. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it street, we keep it opinionated, and we keep it what? We're going to say 2016? 2016. I'm proud of you. Why? Because you actually brought me veggies. <laughs> you ain't ate none, bitch. Well, what, I was what, going what? to, but they're, you got the crunchy kind. <laughs> you got the good vegetable. I'm about to open this up. So oh, you shit. She's going to be in there just crunching I'm all through not. the whole show. Watch. I'm not. Oh, I can't even open it. I'll wait till later, though. But I'm, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you still got, like, chocolate candy. Well, I'm going to always have chocolate because I'm a chocolate fiend. That's how I keep my skin right. We're making progress. <laughs> you are, you are, you're supporting me. Okay, fine. In my efforts. Thank right. you. That's a great partner. Yeah. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so y'all here, that's my girl, Lisa Bolakaja. See, what you don't know, Bashir, is we call her the street nerdist. Oh, okay. Well, why we call you that? Well. <laughs> you hear that little, you hear that little voice? I saw that. Well. Well. <laughs> Well, no, you know, it's it's because, you know, when I need to, I can bring it to you, book smart, if you need it. Mm-hmm. And why people, else? Some people need that. And sometimes mm-hmm. if we need to get some griminess in it, man, <laughs> I will bring that too. She I will cut you. That's what it is. I she will cut like her. So <laughs> I code switch is basically what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I, wherever I need to be, I will be that and do that. So, yes, that is why. That's what's up. So that's Lisa Bolacaj over there. So you guys know how we're doing on the rant room. If you guys are grown, let's get it in. So we got my man here today, my cousin, my new home team. Of course he walked in. First thing I say, I've seen you somewhere. Uh-huh. Duh. He a movie star. Right? <laughs> he a movie star. It's like, where have I seen you? I was like, Lisa, shut up. You know you Okay, he's been on all kind of TV shows and stuff. So this is my man, Bashir. How do you say the last name? Gavriel? Gavriel. Gavriel. Yeah. Is that is that like Puerto Rican or something? What is that? No, it's uh, Puerto a, Rico. a Hebrew derivative oh, of okay. Gabriel. Oh, um, he going way back. Yeah. Wait, okay. so you have like some Jewish in your family, Jewish Jamaicans? Uh, a little way far back. Mm-hmm. Um, How far are you going back? Way back. Way back. <laughs> Biblical <laughs> times. <laughs> um, and Bashir is, it's actually a Muslim name. It means firstborn. Okay. And, mm-hmm. uh, Are you the oldest? Bearer of good news, yeah. He's yeah. the firstborn and bearer of good news. Right. I like I that. that. Mm-hmm. That's why he be working all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, motherfucker, we got good news for you. You got the part. You got the part, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we got my man, Bashir Gabriel. Is that mm-hmm. what you just said? Gabriel, yeah. I pronounced it right. Writer, actor. What else we got? We got some more hyphens there. Nurse. I, think I love that it. you're a nurse. I know. Thank that you. tells me a lot about you. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. I've seen you like two or three times. Right. One of the things Lisa and I love mm-hmm. about most people we love is consistency. Yeah. Every time, same motherfucker. Mm. 
Same motherfucker. I love that about mm-hmm. him. I know. You know I what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That is really odd. Same motherfucker. Yeah. Same motherfucker. Mm-hmm. This bitch. Depending mm-hmm. on what she's she eating or mm-hmm. drinking. Or something <laughs> like that. Whether you've been hanging. <laughs> I like that. That's funny. Otherwise, mm-hmm. she's pretty consistent. Right. <laughs> Depending on how much sugar I've had or how much of a good Merlot I've been drinking. <laughs> nice. Nice. Exactly. So we got our man Bashir in here, you guys. He's got a great story for us, which we're going to hear. Um, um, th- I'm sitting there eating all kind of candy. All okay, in my mouth. So I know. It's like, uh, mm, uh-huh. <laughs> okay, do not do a podcast with candy all in your mouth, bitches. <laughs> no. That's what you need to no. learn. <laughs> so, like, but he's got a really interesting story. Yeah. Um, we want to get into later on in the show. Mm-hmm. First, I want to learn about you. Okay, how you got into the game. Okay, um, where you from? Right. Um, and and then we'll spend time talking about how in the hell you were you and your writing partner. What's your writing yeah. partner's name? Stacy Stacy Hurst. Stacy Hurst. Mm-hmm. How you guys were able to actually get a pilot sold to mm-hmm. USA? Right. God damn yes. it. Yes, I know. Okay, he barely yeah. thirty years old. Okay. That's a bitch. Crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. So let, let's go into this journey. Okay, from where I'm from, from the yeah. beginning. Uh, well, I grew up in Coral Springs, Florida, which is a very it's a great town. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it was even voted best town in America. At one really? Like there's a it's there's, safe there's, and shit, huh? Yeah, it's it's a great it's a great town. I grew up in a really nice neighborhood, mm-hmm. um, and I've always been artistically inclined. Um, when I was growing up, my my mother used to let me paint on the walls. <laughs> really? And, uh, yeah, oh, he's yeah. one of them kids. Okay, okay little badass helicopter kids. Let, let me paint on the walls. She's like, you can really? only paint. You can only paint in this one section. <laughs> But like will, four feet wide, bitch. That's no, it. It was like this whole <laughs> really, and okay. uh, every year I would paint a different cartoon. Oh, cute. Um, and uh, I was musically inclined, mm-hmm. and my mother would, if I said I wanted to buy a piano, she'd buy me a piano, and I would really? play in guitar and saxophone. And I still play those instruments to this uh-huh. day. So they knew that I, I had this kind of talent, but they also knew I had an analytical side to okay. me. And so the one thing I, I, I thank my parents for every day is the fact that they. They harnessed both sides, left and right brain. Oh, thank mm-hmm. God. You know, some good parents. <laughs> great, great parents. That's good. And uh, it, it began like that. And when I was growing up, I used to get paid to do um, imitation, like voice imitations from oh, people. Really? Yeah, my mom was like, you need some extra money. Go go figure out a way to make some extra really? money. So look, look, look. First, before he goes on, mm-hmm. we were talking beforehand. Mm-hmm. He comes from Jamaican roots. So mm-hmm. when... Jamaican parents do not play. No, <laughs> Mama didn't ask you, do no. you want? She was like, this is what she going to do. Okay, uh, <laughs> get your own money. Okay. <laughs> so I think my, my first writing job was uh, I would write little voicemail recordings huh. with different voices that I could imitate. And I w- and p- the neighborhood people would pay me $20 to do different. $20? Yeah, I'd do like Kermit the Frog, you know, or, <laughs> or uh, hey, oh, Bill Clinton yeah. or something uh, like that. Oh, you got to give me some bill right uh, quick. Uh, oh, this is Bill. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have relations with that one. <laughs> but you can leave a message. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like my first uh, thing in, in, in writing, and I just stuck with it. So, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, so after that, uh, I started modeling in Miami for a while, mm-hmm. and I was going to move to New York to switch agencies. And my mother and I were watching E, and they were showcasing these five models and actors in New York and L.A. Mm-hmm. And the one thing they all had in common was that they were all broke. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, they were eating cheese sandwiches. Um, they would not pay their rent so they could keep their so they could pay their phone bill in case someone called. Um, and my mom was like, "You can't live like that. Mm-hmm. You, you just can't." So she's like, "What I want you to do is give me a couple years and go to nursing school." Hmm. And I'd never thought about it beforehand, but I was like, "Oh, you know, whatever." But what I didn't realize is that my mother had been setting me up for this the entire time. Really? Yeah, when most kids go to high school and college, they have a guidance counselor predict or you know set their class schedule. I never did that. My mm-hmm. mom was my guidance counselor. Oh, interesting. So she I like was, her. She's, she's amazing. <laughs> oh, she needs her own podcast. Mm-hmm. She's, 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 she's crazy. A mutant. <laughs> um, so I, I would, oh, mom, what classes do I need to take? So she would be like anatomy one and two, mm-hmm. um, uh, physics, uh, whatever. What I didn't realize is that she was gearing me up for all the nursing prerequisites. Oh, interesting. So when she said, why don't you be a nurse? I was like, okay, sure. I, I had already finished the prerequisites. I didn't even oh, realize. Did you enjoy them though? Uh, I did. <laughs> I did. Because it's one thing when mom says, this is what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And it's another one, this is what you're going to do because it's something, it's an aptitude that you have. Mm-hmm. And I see that in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did. I'm, I'm very competitive. And I like, I like when people challenge me. And the medical field is extremely challenging. Okay. So right when she said you should go to nursing school, at first I said, but the wait is like a couple years, you know, because mm-hmm. everybody wants to be a nurse. Because I had finished the prerequisites and I had such good grades, I got in two weeks after I applied. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so I went to nursing school and uh, I made it my own. Like we would do these projects and everybody would be like, you know, this is the pancreas and this would do that. I would write little plays about the pancreas and the organs. Oh, dude. And, and, and how <laughs> they memorize it too. Exactly. I was off the book. I had different voices. Uh-huh. I'd even play my guitar in it. And it was just an amazing experience. And then that sounds like a TV show, right? Okay, there. it is, good, right? And good. then after I graduated, um, well, they have the, the the ceremony, and all the all the nurses are coming by, and they're like, "Jennifer is going to do pediatrics, mm-hmm. uh, Michael's going to do cardiology," and they said, "Bashir, well, he's going to Hollywood." <laughs> and the whole auditorium was just was just went crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so then I worked for a couple years, saved, and. Um, I still wasn't sure I wanted to come to LA, mm-hmm. but I had this feeling. It was like a a, a pulling. I don't know mm-hmm. if you ever experienced, oh, yeah. but it we was know like this it. physical mm-hmm. ache, and it was so bad at times I I couldn't even go to work. Like I was physically ill. Wow. But I didn't know how to get there, and um, I got this random call from American Mobile, which is this travel nursing company, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Hey, have you ever thought about travel nursing?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I'd never even heard of it at that point," right. and I wasn't even a nurse for a year at that point. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, "You can go anywhere in America." So I was like. Oh, can I go to Hollywood? <laughs> She's like, well, I don't know if Hollywood is an actual city, but I, I could send you to Studio City. And okay. I was like, is that near? Like, <laughs> She's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, done. Sign me up. A week mm-hmm. later, I had flown to um, L.A. And then that pull, the minute my foot touched the tarmac, I know that feeling. The, the pull was gone. Yes. And I was like, I was home. Mm-hmm. And then I'm walking through LAX. <laughs> And I'm, I'm looking around, and I bump somebody, and it's Pierce Brosnan. Really? Yeah, and he turns around, and he looks at me, and he's like, welcome home. And I was like, really? Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. not bad. It's fine stuff. Absolutely. It was great. Um, so I came here as a travel nurse, which is amazing, because they pay for you to come here. They oh, pay okay. for your rent. They pay for your utilities. Um, they set you up with a job. All you have wow. to do is work three nights a week. And the money they're paying you is like $50, $55 an hour. So okay. good money. Well, 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 mm-hmm. where am I 10%? Okay, <laughs> okay. you roll it. I'll give that to you. <laughs> so um, 
I promised myself that when I got here, I would I would be more open to the universe and positive things mm-hmm. coming up. I told say myself, yes, right? Yes, mm-hmm. I, I said mm-hmm. I would never say no. I would say yes for everything. Because back home, I was I wasn't shy, but I was pretty quiet, kind of yeah. kind of reserved, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like a book nerd. But mm-hmm. here, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna explore things. Mm-hmm. So they got me this apartment, and this guy, I can't, can't remember his name right now, but he saw me moving, and he's like, oh, you're from, where are you from? I said, Miami. He's like, okay, let me guess, you're an actor. And I said, yeah. And he's, like, <laughs> he's like, do you know anything about it? And I said, no. At that point, I didn't know what a headshot was. Okay. I, I didn't know what SAG was. What? And nothing. So this guy took me in his apartment and basically wrote down a list of all the things I needed to do. What? Yes. He said, get a great headshot. Um, then he said, get in a good class. He's doing shit we be doing lately. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, do casting director workshops and then uh, get in the union. Like, he literally broke Wait, it down. Wait, who is this person? Know, he was he like, an actor? He, was he, what was he? I have no, he was, he was a dancer. He, mm-hmm. I, I call him like my guardian angel. Okay. okay, yeah. So he wrote this list, which I still have at home, and he said, just follow this. And if you follow this, everything will come into play. Wow. And that was it. He shook my hand and said, good luck. And he just be having wait, wait, God watching him like and crazy. And then he went back the next day and the guy didn't even live in the apartment. <laughs> 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 Where is Walter? Where is Walter? Where is Walter? There ain't no apartment 114. What are you talking about? What's going on? So I was working as a nurse three nights a week and I set it up so I was working Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I had all the rest of the week open for auditions and things like that. And the benefit of having that that job is that it gave me money to, you know, go to class, take mm-hmm. amazing headshots and things mm-hmm. like that. So the first, uh, I got this book called Before They Were Famous by Karen Bidestad. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You know that? Mm-hmm. And she, she's got these amazing pictures of like Brad Pitt and Robert Downey Jr. before they were famous. So mm-hmm. I, I was in there, but I, I don't want to do that. I don't <laughs> <want> to do <laughs> that. <laughs> so I called her up and I was like, hey, I need you to shoot my headshot. And she's like, oh, well, I'm kind of busy. And I was like, I know, but I, I need it and I need yeah. it this week. So she's like... Okay, like, who the fuck are you? Like, who, who is but, but, okay, okay. So she took my headshot. They came out beautiful, mm-hmm. and uh, I, this, this is an even stranger story. No, I love the balls. Yes, Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> so um, I have this friend. Her name is Samantha, mm-hmm. and she booked this job that was kind of like this indie pilot thing, mm-hmm. and they needed someone who was Caribbean. And at that point, I wasn't in the union, nothing. Mm -hmm. So I emailed the director and I said, dude, I hear you're looking for uh, a a Caribbean young man to play this guy's uh, son, and I think I could do the the job. He's like, well, it's pretty bold of you to just email me out of nowhere. (laughs) Uh, I love it. Exactly. That young naiveness is when you're the best. Absolutely. Absolutely. So he said, all right, if you want to come in an audition, that's fine. So I go to audition, and Meshach Taylor is there. I don't know if you know who Meshach Taylor is. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's Meshach Taylor. So... I audition with Meshach Taylor, and we just start riffing and... and, Hollywood! Exactly. (laughs) It was so amazing. And then the next day, I booked a job. Mm. So then I'm off to Fiji to shoot this okay. thing for a month. Okay, your wait, little wait, career. Did you, wait, did you your come home career. first? And I, did, like, I did. So look what I do, Mama. <laughs> I, well, my mom already expected it. Yeah. She's like, I yeah. sent you there for a reason. I wow. knew it was going to happen. Yeah. So I, I go to Fiji for a month, and it's this amazing experience in this mm-hmm. beautiful culture and this mm-hmm. beautiful island. And I'm like, wow, maybe I really can do this. Mm-hmm. So I get back to L.A., and my friend Samantha, her manager, calls me, and she's like, I know you don't have a manager. I wasn't even SAG at this point. And mm-hmm. she's like... I, I want to take you on. So I was like, all right, cool. 
So the first thing I needed to do was get in the union. Now, you guys know how it works, but you, you need SAG vouchers to mm-hmm. get in the union. But in order to get SAG vouchers, you have to work on a union show. But you can't work on a union show <laughs> unless, unless you, you have the SAG, vouch- yeah. SAG vouchers. So Catch it, 22. Yes. <laughs> so my yes. friend Lucia calls me up one, one morning. It's like 8 o'clock in the morning. And she's like, uh, Dream Girls is having an open call. Hmm. You should go. And I'd worked the night before, and I was extremely exhausted. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. So I go to the open call, and it's probably like 300, 400 African Americans just lined <laughs> up. I'm in the line for four hours. Wow. And uh, I have this, these cards, and they're like, write your skills. So I wrote piano and guitar mm-hmm. that I play. So one of the assistants was like, okay, um, I pick you, 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 and you. The rest of you can go. And I was one of that group. Okay. Out of like probably 100 kids. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what I want you, you guys are going to be in a boy band. And I'm gonna give you SAG vouchers because mm. you're you're you know prominent on yeah, the screen. Like featured. So, yeah, so mm-hmm. I was like, this is awesome. Like mm-hmm. this is my first chance. So I go up and uh, I'm on set and they stick me in with the extras mm-hmm. and I'm just waiting and waiting ten twelve hours nothing <sighs> nothing 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 nothing. So finally they call us up and the second AD was like, we're, we're, we don't need you anymore, so we're, we're just gonna stick you in the audience. <laughs> and I said. <laughs> I said, wait a minute, what about my SAG vouchers? And like, oh, well, you're not going to get them. And I said, okay, wow. well, I'm leaving. And he's like, what? You can't leave. And I said, yes, I can. Okay. You said you were going to do something. Keep your word. If you don't, that's it. Wow. He's like, well, you were established already. And I said, I don't care. Keep your word. And I walked <laughs> wait, out. Wait. Wow. Wait. I, I love out. this. I walked like, out. Uh, it gets better. <laughs> I told my manager, my manager was like, you shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. You know, Bill Condon is the director, Jamie Foxx is... No, he should have kept his word. He yeah. should have kept his word, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, no, I don't need the money. It was a waste of time. Mm-hmm. The, the food was shit. I'm, I'm leaving. Two weeks later, they call me back. And they're mm-hmm. like, we want you to play... Um, what's, the, the, what's the singer's name? Um, Jennifer Hudson's band leader. Mm. And, uh, and we're going to give you your SAG vouchers. So I was <laughs> like, all right. This I want awesome. that in writing. <laughs> and I said, okay, cool. So they ended up sticking me in the extra room again. So mm. I'm in there for 10 hours just wow. sitting there. And by the time they called me to set, they were like, we were looking for you. Where were you? And I said, I told the second AD that I was here. I told you you shouldn't sit in me. This happened again. Yeah. And it's like, well, you're going to have to to sit in the, in, the, in the back with everybody else. And so as I'm watching, I'm looking at this guy play the guitar, and he drops the pick. Mm. And I said, well, it looks like your guitar player doesn't know how to play guitar. <laughs> so Bill, Clint, uh, Bill Conan looks, looks at the guy, and he notices fumbling. And he's like, do you think you can figure out the song? And I was like, yes, I can. Okay. So I take the guitar. I go in the back. I listen to the music, figure out the song. And next thing I know, I'm, I'm on stage with Jennifer Hudson as wow. her, as her um, guitar player. And that's how I got in the union as my SAG voucher. Wow. I got to give you that one. I got to give you that one. Now I got to go see good. the movie. I got to go put the movie I know. Like, like, I'm, in there. There. I'm in there. I'm in there. I'm in there. That's cool. So that was a great experience. And then the next thing really changed my life and my perspective on how to navigate the world and the industry. Mm -hmm. So I guess I kind of look like Kobe Bryant. <laughs> That's what I've been told by Go a ahead, lot, compare a yourself. Go ahead. I kind of look cool. Like, like Kobe cool. Bryant. Like Without, if we can go out, we can get some free food right I now. We need to put about three, four more inches on them. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Six, one, I need at least four or five. Yeah. Um, so my manager's like, look, Overbrook is producing this sketch comedy, and they're looking for someone who can play Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I submitted you. You have an audition. So I go in, and there's Jada Pinkett Smith there and her brother. And I'm just, like, blown away. This is, like, my (laughs) second audition, right? So uh, I do the whole Kobe Bryant spiel. Like, you know, um, what was the line? It was something like, 
she, she's the air I breathe. You know, I love her to death. When, when yeah. she's the doing that whole thing. Yeah, she's the air <laughs> I breathe. I'm so sorry. And um, so I get, I get the gig. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is amazing. So I go to set, which is um, at Overbrook, and I guess everybody was late. And the only person that was there was Will Smith. Hmm. Yeah. So how, okay. you be, how you gonna be late? Okay, how you gonna be late? Like, for this for Black phone. Black phone. So it's me and Will Smith for like an hour. What? And he's exactly like how he is on Just TV. chopping it up. Very energetic. Mm-hmm. Like he treats you like like he's your best friend and mm-hmm. that he's known you forever. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there and we're talking about life and his career. And I said, Do you have any advice that that could really help? me navigate these waters and he's hmm. like yes and he's like read the book called how to win friends and influence people by hmm. dale carnegie mm-hmm. i don't know okay. if you guys are familiar yeah. with it yeah and he said if he said read that book study it embrace it and it will teach you how to build instant relationships which is what this this town is about mm-hmm. um having like you meet somebody and you, you like for instance you're wearing that public enemy sweater mm-hmm. i'm sure you love public enemy so I start asking you questions on Public Enemy. Next thing you know, we're having this conversation and now we're friends, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. this town is all about being genuine and humble. And so I spent a good three to six months ripping that book apart. I hmm. studied it left and right. Anything that was in there was a part of me by the end of that time. Mm-hmm. So one of the key things that it tells you, like I said, is to build these relationships. Mm-hmm. But Hollywood is a very specific place and People don't want to introduce you to their agent oh if, if if you're in the same <laughs> mm-hmm. you know things. category category right. Mm-hmm. So there's this guy in my acting class. His name is Alex, and mm-hmm. he's a white guy, bigger, nowhere in my category. Mm-hmm. And I overheard him talking about his commercial agent. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't have a commercial agent. So he's like, oh, well, you can talk. You can talk to mine. Because I wasn't a That's threat. How supposed to be. Right. I was not yeah. a threat. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, you know, wow, I really appreciate it. So I go in uh, to commercial talent, my uh, commercial agent Blair, and he's got this big, this big poster of uh, King Kong. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about King Kong at that point, but I knew this guy loved King Kong. And mm-hmm. using the book and all the tools, mm-hmm. the first thing I said is, "Wow, you love King Kong." He went on for forty-five minutes really? talking about King Kong. I don't think I said three words. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key. <laughs> That's the key. After the 45 minutes, he's like, okay, well, I, I'm ready to sign you, but you, let me just take you in uh, to, to meet everybody else. Mm-hmm. So we go in and I meet everybody else and that was it. Mm-hmm. And it's just building those instant mm-hmm. relationships. And it's something that I still use to this day. Something so simple like remembering someone's birthday and sending right. them a text mm-hmm. right. or right. Um, just calling somebody once every three months just to see how they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, people people care about that. Mm-hmm. And so as the years went on, I started building more credits in the acting um, world and kind of making a name for myself because mm-hmm. I was consistent. You know, I, I, would, I would be off book. I would, I would know my lines very well. I'd have very <laughs> great choices. Mm-hmm. Right. And another thing that kind of helped me along the way was I was a reader for a big film. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say which one, okay. but it was, it was a big film. And... I'm seeing these major stars that I grew up idolizing mm-hmm. all over TV. And the one thing they all had in common was that none of them were prepared. None of them were prepared. None of them were prepared. Wow. It was like they had just gotten it that morning and they kept mm-hmm. giving these excuses. Oh, you know, I just got it this morning mm-hmm. or I was busy doing something else. So they're reading it like it just so unprofessional. I'm like, this, this is why I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah. This is why actors have to sit in. On and and do the reading yes. or walk the camera, yes. something you know yes. to learn that shit. I always bring in actors when I'm casting stuff. It, they it need to blew see it. my mind, and I'm like I said, I'm looking at these people who I idolize, and I'm like, 
they're not prepared. Mm-hmm. And then this one girl came in. She, she's all over. She, she's huge. Mm-hmm. And she was so prepared mm-hmm. and so off book and so intense and focused. She stood out like a shining star. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, that's how I have to be for yes. all my auditions. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's how I am to this day. Mm-hmm. And so I start you know, building credits and, and, and building a name for myself. And I think I signed with this agency and I booked like eight jobs in a what? year and a half. I was on, mm-hmm. I was on Dexter, um, Miami Medical, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had booked an indie that shot in Connecticut and New York for like a month. When I got back, he dropped me. Really? Yeah. Broke my heart. Like wow. I was like, I'm hustling. Yeah, I'm man. killing I'm, myself out here. I'm, I'm making money for you. Yeah. How are you just going to drop me like that? Mm-hmm. Turns out, long story short, he had signed another African-American guy mm. who was similar in look. Mm-hmm. And he had booked this big movie and was, was going to blow up. He, he didn't blow up. Mm-hmm. But what it did is it proved to me that I was just a number yep. and that I was just a toothbrush and mm-hmm. that he could use me and throw me away when he's done. And I said, never. Why is it again. Hollywood can have... Six white dudes that look exactly and like have the and same only name. one, yes. same name, and Chris, only one yes. of us names, look yes. like that. Right, it's right, crazy. Right. And like, <laughs> I, I'm not an emotional person, but my heart hurt mm-hmm. because I'd put in so much time and energy mm-hmm. into this, and I was booking, and I was I was making money. Like, why would you just, why would you do do this to me? Thing I ever heard in my life. So I realized that at that point I need more power. I need to be more than just an actor. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I came up with this idea. And I had a friend of mine, Nick Favorite. He's a great writer. Mm -hmm. And I was going to have him write it with me. He was busy writing another project. And he's like, you know, Bash, I'm sure you could do this on your own. Why don't you you just try to write it? And I was like, no, 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 I'm an actor. I can't do that. I did that for years. You need to go to school. Yeah, you need to go to school for that stuff. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, it's all on the internet. You know, you can find it. You can have some books. And I think this is one of the things where, again, I thank my parents for because they taught me how to study and how to be focused. Mm-hmm. And for six months straight, I must have read probably 200 scripts, mm-hmm. um, every book I could find on screenwriting before I'd even cracked the final draft mm-hmm. um, program. Mm-hmm. And so by the time that six months was up, I felt like I knew how to write. Yeah, you started to see the patterns. I started, started to see the patterns. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see the act breaks. I could tell the characters. I, I could see it all in my brain by mm-hmm. the time it was up. So I created this um, this idea that was innovative but been done before. Okay. And so I wrote the script. It was my very first one. And I sent it to a couple friends and they were like, shit, this is really good. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I can write. Mm-hmm. So then again, being positive and being humble and being genuine, people want to help you they want to you know go go out on a limb for you Mm -hmm. so i gave it to one friend who somehow knew someone at john wells production okay and (laughs) just happened just happened to (laughs) just happened to and he gave it to someone there low level and then that script kept going up kept going up kept going up Next thing you know, I'm getting called in by the head of TV development <laughs> at John Wells. Wow. So I was like, wow. <laughs> it was in the middle of pilot season. Mm-hmm. I think it was even on Valentine's Day. So they mm-hmm. were extremely busy. So I walk in, and uh, there's a, a stack of scripts by her desk, probably mm-hmm. like a foot tall. And she's like, <laughs> she's like I just want to let you know I'm not going to buy your script. Okay. But I wanted to meet you because your script and your writing was better than 98% of the scripts wow. that are on the floor. And she's like, the one thing you have to realize is that as an actor, you know, your, your time can come and go. 
Um, you can get hot, you can get slow as you age, you know, whatever. But a good writer is worth his weight in gold. And it's like a light bulb moment went hmm. off for me. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I can do this and I can do it professionally. So I need to focus harder God on it. God be leading his little ass. Okay. Around all the They're right called Godwinks, man. Okay. Godwinks. And mama. Okay. And, exactly. and mom's like, look. <laughs> so I said, you know, what did you like about the writing? And she said, a lot of the writers in, t- in, in TV are very like. Was bare- it a pilot, by the it way? It was a pilot. Okay. Very bare bones. You know, uh, a man comes in, he sits down. Uh, he looks around pensive, mm-hmm. but I like to create a world where you can see it and feel it, mm-hmm. but I would do it with as little words as possible. Mm-hmm. Like it reads like a book. Mm-hmm. And that's what she said. She's like, as I'm reading this, like I'm, you're painting these beautiful pictures that I can see. And, and, and I love that. And she's mm-hmm. like, that's why I called you in. I'm glad you asked that question. Yeah. yeah Cause I wanted, like, I like wanted to that know. Feedback. Yeah. Um, and, and I was noticing as I'm reading these scripts, it was very bare bones, but I wasn't interested in it, you know, but it was already for like CSI or whatever. So sure, it's, sure. it's already whatever. Mm-hmm. But as a pilot, you need to make sure that it's, that you leave an impression on somebody. And you know, those first five mm-hmm. or 10 pages, they have to be amazing. Mm-hmm. So I made sure that they were fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I still write like that, and, and it just helped me along the way. And then somehow that script got to like CW and ABC Family, and they all said the same thing. So that's when I realized that I can do this, mm-hmm. but this is just the beginning. And I knew a writer friend of mine, and I said, you know, maybe I should get an agent. She's like, no. She's like, this is your first project. Mm-hmm. If somehow you do get a meeting with an agent, they're going to be like, what else do you have? Yeah. And I didn't have anything else. Mm-hmm. So for the next three years, I wrote, I three wrote, years. I wrote, I wrote, I wrote. <laughs> you putting in that work, okay? Yeah. <clears throat> and what other? I guess I should also say something that helps me is that I have like a, a sleep disorder. It's okay. called a, a short sleeper. Mm-hmm. So I only sleep four hours a day. Oof. So in three hour, three years worth of working, I. I probably put in six years of writing experience. Like wow. That. Yeah. Okay, he did his 10,000 hours. So, yeah, I did my 10,000 hours. hours. I did my 10,000 hours. <laughs> Y'all bitches were sleeping. I was writing. writing. I was writing. <clears throat> so um, that's my little secret mutant gene. Interesting, um, interesting. So, uh, so I was writing and writing, and then I started submitting to contests okay. and writing programs. I never got called into the writing programs, but mm-hmm. I did slowly um, place in like uh, Austin Film Festival, oh, Final yeah. Draft, yeah. and mm-hmm. things yeah. like that. So eight years, seven years before all that, mm-hmm. I had booked this movie as a principal, couple lines. Okay. And uh, I oh. kept in contact with the director over the years. Mm-hmm. Wait, he said as a principal... You look 12. How are you <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, no, no. Principal, principal actor, role. Principal, principal it's like, role. A, it's no, like no, no. a day player role. No, but yeah. I'm just saying, you, you just, you're too young looking <laughs> to be playing a principal. No, like, principal he wasn't playing a principal. It's a principal role. It's just a lead. It's like a day player. No, 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 no. It's not but, like he's a good actor, dude. No stress and no debt can keep you like that young. Right. So, um... At it's that just point, scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just scale. Yeah. So yeah. at that point, I was on Facebook and I said something about New Girl, that a New Girl spec that I'd written. Mm-hmm. He was like, Oh, I didn't know you were a writer. And mm-hmm. I didn't really showcase it so much sure. at that point because I was still learning. So he was like, Send me the, the script. So I sent him the script and he loved it. And he's mm-hmm. like, Dude, I don't like comedy, but this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, What else do you got? And I said, Well, I have this one idea. And this guy had somehow won some independent black producer award or mm-hmm. certification where he could pitch 
to all the major networks for <laughs> four years. Yes. Okay. Wow. All you'd have to do is give him a synopsis. Mm-hmm. If you like the synopsis, he could hand it over to wherever. Mm-hmm. And if they liked it, they'd call you in a pitch. Okay. So I, I wrote the script, um, wrote the synopsis, sent it to him, and like two weeks later, I'm pitching in front of NBC. What? Yeah. what? The head of... <laughs> I like this, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, I practice the pitch with a bunch of friends. And this one thing that I'm thankful for is as an actor, we're very engaging. Mm-hmm. You know, we have that, that yeah. sense of energy and, mm-hmm. and we can feel the room and, mm-hmm. and you know, we can vibe with people. Yeah. And after I did the pitch, uh, the producer and, and one of the uh, execs in the room, they're like, that was the best pitch we've ever... What? See, yes. <laughs> there was like, that was the best pitch. Wait, wait, wait. You he's know like, how many God. pitches these motherfuckers oh, listen yes. to? And oh he was God. like, and he's like, when when writers come in, they're they're very shy mm-hmm. and meek, and they're like, so I have the protagonist, and, and he does this, and, and <laughs> he shoots the gun, and that. Like, but mm-hmm. as an actor, you know, mm-hmm. you're building this yeah. this room. Thought you could do characters exactly. Yeah. And yes. I was doing different voices, and they uh. were just hanging on on by a thread. Mm. And they were asking me questions, and and then another thing they said is that they a lot were engaged. of they were That's engaged, right, right. and they said a lot of writers um, are married to their work, mm-hmm. and when someone throws a suggestion that they don't like, they're like, mm, no, I don't think that. Say that work. one more time, so people out there can hear this. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> when writers are are meeting other people, they tend to be married to their 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 mm-hmm. ideas, and when someone throws them a suggestion, they and they don't like it, that's just it. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was open. Like, we were collaborating. They're like, oh, I love this, but what if you do that? And I'm like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Whether I was going to use it or not, yeah. I appreciated what they had sure. to say. Because they were compelled to feel like, this is work worthy mm-hmm. of me. Absolutely. Wanting to say something to even make it better. Even though Absolutely. in your mind, it might have been like, eh, that's mm-hmm. a sucky idea. Mm-hmm. But right. the fact that they were like, yeah, I can," because they could see that story. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. And um, so again, these are all little lessons that I'm learning mm-hmm. and I'm soaking up and I keep a journal and I would just journal it all in case mm. I forgot, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. I need to review it and it just helps. So they didn't buy the show because it was too close to um, how to get away with murder. murder. Okay. But they said it was like really close. Mm. So at that point, I'm like, okay, again, it's another chance. I need to stay focused, stay focused, stay right. focused, stay focused. So again, I was writing for another year and um, I'd never written with anybody before. Mm-hmm. And I just got this vibe and I was like maybe I should so I called my good friend Stacy mm-hmm. and we had met in acting class this is another like god wink thing because mm-hmm. I had met her two years prior at an can audition can you give me some of that god wink okay <laughs> he's called a god wink but I think his mom got the bloody okay. Jesus somewhere I feel like when you really want something and you push for it the universe is going to give it to you it mm-hmm. might not give it to you right away mm-hmm. but if you focus and you stay hungry you will eventually get it mm-hmm. So I meet this girl, Stacy. We're at this audition, and we're auditioning for the same part. And Stacy is this beautiful, blonde hair, um, blue-eyed white girl. <laughs> <Okay>. And when <laughs> we saw the the sides, we're like, "Wait, we're going out for the same part? This, hmm. How is that?" So whatever, we laugh it off, and I, I don't see her again. I join this acting class, and there Stacy is. Hmm. So it was just this, you know destiny thing Mm -hmm. so anyway get back to writing and i call her up and i was like maybe we should write together and she had never written anything before i mean she had never written with anyone before but stacy we have that same mindset she's very aggressive very Mm -hmm. focused Mm -hmm. um extremely talented Mm -hmm. she does not mess around like she says she's gonna write something she's gonna write something so um we come up with this idea called paroled um which is basically about these two guys at the age of 15 who get convicted for a murder that they didn't commit. Mm. 
15 years later, uh, new evidence comes that shows that they're innocent. However, there's this loophole in the government where if new evidence comes, you, they have to retry you. Mm-hmm. And that could take three to five years where you're stuck in jail going through the process all over again. Or you could sign what's called an Alfred plea, Alf- Alfred plea something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you sign the, the plea and you get to walk free that yeah. day. However, you can't sue the government. They don't owe you any money. They're mm-hmm. not responsible and you still have that felony charge. So in, mm-hmm. which sucks. Yeah. So in our story, these guys are now 31, 32 years old and they're like, we're going to sign it because we want to get out. So they sign it, they get out, and all of a sudden the world is like something that they, they didn't recognize. You know, mm-hmm. they're seeing these these space chariots and um, or the hoverboards. They're seeing iPhones and Siri and why mm-hmm. is the Prius so quiet, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and they try to blend in, mm-hmm. but they can't because they're you know, still suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder from being in jail mm-hmm. and flashbacks. So it's got some like, sci-fi in there. Huh? Well, yeah, a little bit. and And so... As time goes on, they realize that society is not going to accept them for who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them tries to get a job at Starbucks because he's got this felony charge. They're not going to hire him, despite <laughs> the fact that in, in, in jail, like he got an MBA, he speaks Japanese. Like, wow. This guy is a smart guy. <clears throat> so, so him and his brother ultimately decide to break bad, and they're like, fuck it, if they're going to treat us like criminals, we're going to act like criminals. Mm. And so that's how we got in. Um, I submitted my, uh, our synopsis to my friend Angelo, who helped me pitch to NBC. Mm-hmm. He submitted to USA. We go in, and uh, USA is like, this is a great-sounding project. Give it to us. So mm-hmm. we start off the pitch describing it as Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and Breaking Bad. Hmm. At that point, I felt like they bought it right there. Really? Yeah, because I learned when I was back in NBC, you know, you start off with something that is proven mm-hmm. and has been longstanding mm-hmm. and something in their brains shifts. Mm-hmm. If you started off with a show that lasted six episodes that nobody recognizes mm-hmm. or nobody knows, it's, 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 it's a bad step. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you start off with something like that. And then Stacy's an actor as well. And she, I love this girl. She was eight months pregnant, I think. Really? Yeah, she was as big as a house. She's, <laughs> she's waddling in. And um, and so we pitched. Got, got the good sympathy factor, too. Like, know, and she's exactly. pitching the hell out of it. She's pitching yes. the hell out of it. And so we pitched it for like 30 minutes, and they didn't say a word. They were just hmm. super quiet. And I was like, God, this is weird because mm-hmm. you know NBC was really engaging. Mm-hmm. And they start asking very specific questions. Um, that we were prepared for because you know we're actors, we're writers, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we think on our feet, and you know the world, and we know the right. world mm-hmm. very, 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 very well. Mm-hmm. So we left, and we're down in the parking lot, and we're looking at each other. I was like, "Well, that was good practice, yeah. you know. This this happens, mm-hmm. whatever." Eight o'clock in the morning, the next day, uh, Angelo calls us, and he's like, "They want to buy it," what? and we were like. What do you mean buy it? And they're like, <laughs> what does that mean? What buy? does that mean? I don't understand. <laughs> right, right. They're like, we they want to buy the pilot and they want you guys to write it. Wow. So I was like, wow, this is amazing. So they're like, okay, well, we got to get a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So we got uh, Dave Feldman, who's an amazing lawyer who knows everybody and, and everything. I think mm-hmm. he's uh, Steven Soderbergh's lawyer or something like that. Just a big name. Did guy. you all right, guys already know him or did no, they? No, uh, my writing partner, her husband is a series regular for Drop Dead Diva or was okay. a series. So he, mm-hmm. he, it was his lawyer. So mm-hmm. he did us a solid and helped us out. 
and great, got us an amazing deal at USA, um, creators, co-executive producers, mm-hmm. which as new writers, you don't often get. Right. So the paperwork's all signed and all that, and we're like, okay, now what? <laughs> so they're like, well, you have to show us the outline and go from there. So we didn't really know what to, what to expect, um, and I... I knew a couple of professional writers, and none of them had ever sold a show, mm-hmm. so they, they really didn't have any advice. So mm-hmm. we're like, we're just going to go balls to the wall and do what we think is professional and appropriate, and we're just going to pray to God it works. Right. So we wrote the outline, broke everything down on, on note cards. Mm-hmm. We took pictures of the characters that we thought... Um, who, who we could see playing the the, the role. Mm-hmm. Um, T.J. Miller was one. Uh, Jesse Williams is another because mm-hmm. uh, one of our characters is half black. Mm-hmm. And so we walk into the room with all these note cards and these these pictures from IMDb, <laughs> and we're like, okay, so how do you guys want it? Do you guys want it like scene by scene, or do you want a general overview with act breaks? And they're like, no, scene by scene. And mm-hmm. We're like, wow, okay, so let's do this. For forty five minutes, really, we went in there. Scene by scene what? by scene by scene. She took act one. I took act two. Back and, and, and like that. And so after, the, I mean, it was so long. There were points where I even zoned out. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of your pit. In the middle and of. Then you're like, I never oh. heard of as, as I'm listening, yeah. as I'm listening to her, I'm like, I'm zoning out because it is so much information. Mm-hmm, right. And we wrote the outline very specific and very detailed um, because when we do write. We want it to be as easy as possible. Right. We want that energy to flow. So right. the the outline was almost like the script. Yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Even um, how long was your outline? Do you remember? I think it was seventeen pages. Ooh. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, with little sprinkles of of dialogue to mm-hmm. add context. Sure. And so after we were done, we kind of sat there like. Dripping with stunts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fatigue. And like, and the executives looked at each other for a second. They're like, "Okay, that was great." Scene 12, love that. Could you do this? Scene 2, awesome. Love that joke. Stick to it. Scene 27, we love that, but maybe you could do something else. Like, they were paying attention. (laughs) Yes. And I was like, these guys are amazing. Like, Mm -hmm. this is why they're doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And so we took very detailed notes, and then we started to write the script. Hmm. So we wrote the script. We incorporated everything that they that they wanted, um, which were brilliant ideas, stuff that we had never thought of, which mm-hmm. just made the, the 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 script richer and deeper and had more levels. I mean, honestly, don't think it could have been as good if it wasn't for the help that we got from wow. USA. That's like, good. That's good to hear because a lot of people always think that suits notes yeah. aren't good, no, and that's yeah. not true. No, no, no. Their attention to detail and mm-hmm. specificity was mind blowing. Mm-hmm. I mean, my writing. Now has jumped good, years good. just from meeting and talking with those guys, mm-hmm. and they were very humble and sweet and very like, if you need anything, mm-hmm. call us, email us. We are here to help you. And we had heard that USA likes to help, you know, their writers, but we weren't prepared for how just mm-hmm. generous they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we write the script. Um, so did, did, I'm sure you guys had deadlines with all these. Yes. Deadline to turn in the outline. Yes. You yes. guys get a fee. Deadline yes. to turn in yes. the script. You yes. get right. a fee. And that was also something that I, I wasn't aware of. Like, I thought you sell a show, you just get the money up front. It doesn't no. work like that. In other words, you'd already spent that money. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, no. I, I, saved, I saved it. I still have not spent a penny. But, that's good. That's um, good. He's like, oh, I better take this car back. <laughs> yeah, you know. Bring it back in. Let Sorry. Let me wait till I hit Sorry. those other look, I'm glad you said that because I always tell everybody, mm-hmm. For the first year that you get some big success, do not change your lifestyle. Oh, no, no, no. You know absolutely. What I mean? yeah. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. 
So um, I'm still working during the entire time. Okay. I'm still auditioning every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and my writing partner just popped out the baby. Okay. <laughs> and they call with notes for the outline. All right. No notes. Really? Yeah. What? They were like, uh, we love the outline. I mean, the notes, I think they maybe gave two, like little minor two things. general yeah. minor yeah. notes, yeah. nothing. Mm-hmm. But within 30 seconds, they're like, we're going to move on to the script. So we're like, great. You're like, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, awesome. And so they were like, we were like, what, what kind of deadline do we have? And my writing partner, Stacy had just popped out the baby. Like, She's like, look, uh, this baby just came out. Yes, the baby good. is still wet. It's like, <laughs> literally, I think it's like two weeks you'd had the baby, okay. right? And they're like, we need it. We're looking for a month. And Stacy and I were just quiet. And Stacy was like, okay, we'll do it. Hmm. We hung up. Um, and we called each other. And I said, I'm your partner. I will have your back. I will be at your house every day. Don't think about driving. Don't think mm-hmm. about anything. She had that baby on it. Okay. And she's yes. like, oh, we going yes. to write this. That's We're going to write it. She's right. just changing diapers okay. in the middle exactly. of it. In the middle of it. And her husband, Jackson, was there. It mm-hmm. was like a family unit. Okay, cool. And we were just there for an entire month. And we wrote the shit out of that script. Mm-hmm. I mean... It was just, it's funny, it's dramatic, mm-hmm. it's dark. We incorporated everything that we would want to see in a television show, okay. regardless of what America wants to see, something that we would we want, want to watch. Mm-hmm. And we have very specific tastes. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Stacey and I talk about being smart writers and thinking ahead of, of what's out now. <laughs> That's you, Lisa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you got to be mm-hmm. ahead. You like, have to be ahead. You have to think ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys keep the same title? Yes. Okay, you did. Title. Okay. What is, what is it? Paroled. It's paroled. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. So we turn it in, and uh, two weeks later, they were like, love the script. I think they had maybe three notes that okay. took us a day to mm-hmm. fix. Mm-hmm. Turned it in. They are like, great. Now it's going up to uh, New York, and you're in pilot contention. Wow. And that's where we are now. Wow. Oh, my God. This story is so amazing. I know. But one of the things that I see, um, this through line of you, is like Mm -hmm. that persistence and being professional. Yes. Even when you haven't made it yet, Mm -hmm. you were already focused on being the most professional person you can be. You were studying things. Absolutely. I I think that's... That's something that people listening to the podcast need to understand. Yes. You got to like be already professional and on your game before you even get in the door. Absolutely. And, and, and I'm thankful because throughout my entire career here, I've had some amazing people help me and mm-hmm. guide me that I didn't even ask for. They're just like, I see you're hustling. Let me, let me show you this. One of my friends, uh, Zach and Stephanie, they're both professional writers. They're like, no matter who you send it to, your first draft needs to look like your last draft. Mm-hmm. No grammar errors, no punctuation errors. You know, make sure it looks as professional as possible. And and that has carried me throughout. And little lessons like that that people have have given me has worked. And wow. that's why I'm here now, I guess. That's crazy. So that's what got you in the writer's guild. Yeah. yeah. That's wow. what got me in the writer's guild. I never forget because I met him when he had like everything just yeah. started to jump mm-hmm. off. Uh-huh. And he's like, man, this is my first meeting. And he had it all like, yeah, I hadn't even gotten the paperwork Yeah, yet. yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's how I got in. That's amazing. Oh, it's got to happen. That's a great it's story. Gotta, it's in contention and it's there. It's all and- going too well. Well, you know, you know, he got Jesus juice right in front of him, <laughs> and he got mama and daddy back home. Like, but it see, cannot fail. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. These are, these are the times where your faith is tested. Sure. So in my mind, the pilot will not get picked up. 
And I think that's the best way to look at it. Yeah. And so there's no emotion attached to Mm -hmm. it. And there's one thing I learned is that being in in LA, you're people put so much emotional investment into these roles. And Mm -hmm. like, if they don't get something, their heart is broken. Mm -hmm. And what happens is it, it cracks your shell. And once stuff starts to seep in doubt and insecurity, you're, you know, next thing you know, you're moving back home and you're going to law school. You almost have to be like, okay, if they don't pick it up, well, maybe it wasn't for them. Mm-hmm. It's out, it's for somebody, yeah. but it might not be for them. And that same you guys sold yes. it though. Yes, yeah. you, know I mean? you got that far. But yeah. now they have the experience. Yeah. Now you have the relationship, right? Yeah, you got right. relationships. You yes. got the experience, mm-hmm. and now it's like, all right, we can do this again. Speaking of which, what's what's next now? Okay, we got that project. Uh, we're already writing our our, our second project. Mm-hmm. Like we're halfway done. We're like, if this doesn't go, we want to be, be prepared to be like, okay, we well, didn't want this, but here's another mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Buy it and let's move forward. So you enjoy working with a writing partner, oh, man. She's like. She's like she's my sister now. We're yeah, like yeah. we're we're brother and sister. We we vibe so well. We don't even need to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got amazing strengths. I've got amazing strengths, and mm-hmm. together we're just this juggernaut. Of, That's the key of power. Can you say your first and last name? Is it okay? So we know who should give a shout out to Stacy Hurst. Oh, All right, Stacy Hurst. So Stacy girl. <laughs> and um, and I do think it. The fact that uh, she's a Caucasian female mm-hmm. and I'm a black male. One of my writing friends said, uh, "You guys are our uh, studio's wet dream." Yeah, because you're you're you know it's all about diversity. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. A black dude and a white girl. Yeah, and, and, so she's and just a, female. a woman, just a fe- mm-hmm. woman and a being woman, in there. Absolutely, yeah. and right. the, and a mother, and the fact that she is she's like she's gorgeous. She's mm-hmm. like a ten, you know. Oh, really? okay. And the fact that she's so like humble and cool mm-hmm. and kind of like a dude. You just and she's amazingly talented, mm-hmm. and together we're just like this this thing this. Mm-hmm. And so I, I honestly feel like we could rule the world. And, that's um, the key. Yeah, having that confidence and that persistence and that stick that's going to get you places. Mm-hmm. You know, so even if this pilot doesn't go, we're already prepared for something else. Wow. Wow. Thank God for Angelo. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is so cool. I mean, so that was the second time you went in the pitch. Second time. And Second he had, over the four years that he had been able to do this, he had mm-hmm. submitted 180 um, synopsis to various uh, studios, mm-hmm. and he had pitched eighty times, and ours was the only one that was ever bought. What? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all hear them odds? That's real. From what That's I heard, real talk. The odds of selling a, a a pilot are like one in six thousand. Yes. The odds of getting struck by lightning are one in three thousand. Mm-hmm. So I could be struck by lightning twice before. Oh, but the men you walk out the store, <laughs> yeah, about to come. Exactly, exactly. exactly. But like I said, it's just, it's just. I feel like I'm living proof of what hard work and focus can can Correct. can do Definitely. for you. And mm-hmm. when I posted it on Facebook, everybody said the same thing. It was just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm no smarter than anybody. Uh, I'm I'm just. Focused, laser focus, and mm-hmm. and that's the key to success, and that's something that my parents taught me early on, and um and I will carry it on to the day I die. I fucking love it, don't you? I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love it. And just your attitude, like you know, the whole dream girls thing, mm-hmm. like this is what you said you're gonna do, and like mm-hmm. to me that says so much about your character. That's integrity. Well, it is. That. It's integrity, mm-hmm. and it's like, look, you know. I give you my word. I show up on time. I do this. I expect you to do the same. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. care if you, Bill Condon. <laughs> yeah. What up, Bill? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and Bill's, you know, and it, 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 people see that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's recognized because Hollywood is so full of 
fakes, you mm-hmm. know, and people who will do anything to get anywhere. And I came here with a standard and a goal and nothing was going to stop me. Mm-hmm. No one was going to stop me. I went to nursing school mm-hmm. for this shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I can survive four years of that, I can do anything, mm-hmm. you know? So... It's yeah. funny, we were at the, uh, we had the, um, this is probably going to air in 2016, but we had the holiday, holiday, holiday soul event the other day, yes. and it was a Writers Guild, the DGA. I was mad, because I wanted to go and, and rub shoulders mm-hmm. with it the African-American uh, film reviewers, mm-hmm. and it's just like, oh. Gil and all them. Yeah. And um, What's up, Gil? <clears throat> and we got to have him on the show. He's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I walk up to Bashir, and we start chopping it up, and Bashir is just like a little kid in a candy store <laughs> he's like i can't believe that i mean it's just young hollywood city yeah you know shout out to lena waith and all them you know michelle Lamore. everybody mm-hmm. everybody was in the house nice. do you want to know why Go i was ahead. so happy i had met prentice penny do you know who he is I mean, yeah yeah print i love a print so my first spec was happy endings okay which he wrote for mm-hmm. and I, at that point, I wasn't sure if I wanted to write comedy or drama because the first thing I had written was drama. Mm-hmm. But I saw an episode that he wrote that I was—it was just like I was so He's funny. A genius, that one. I, I, I was in tears, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Who is this this penny person?" Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I started going back through all the stuff that he had, well, had he's written. Showrunner now, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was like, "This guy is is a genius." Mm-hmm. So. I go on his his IMDb, um, his Instagram, and I realize he's black. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. So I go up to him. And he's at the WGA. And I was like, dude, like, literally, thank you. Like, you mm-hmm. have shaped my career. And he was so nice mm-hmm. and genuine. And we sat talking for, like, 20 minutes about, mm-hmm. like, how I got started mm-hmm. and how much... Uh, his talent has influenced me in, in my comedy writing, and that's why I was so giddy because I was like, mm-hmm. I just met like my yes. my comedy icon mm-hmm. writer, so I was like, ugh. That's why I was so happy. That's good. It's yeah. about it's about building relationships. And yeah, stuff, you know, it's absolutely. Like, I, I feel that way whenever I see Wendy, Wendy Calhoun because mm-hmm. I look at her, yeah. and I'm somebody because I know so many celebrity writers and producers. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really fade. Every time I see Wendy, I'm like, oh shit, mm-hmm. there's Wendy. Wendy. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. There is yes. nobody who does that to me. Yeah, and I've been in a room with Steven Spielberg, and I'm like, wow. oh, Steve. but something about Wendy, she just has a glow. She does. Mm-hmm. She, does. I mean? she does. She does. When you coming on the show, girl? <laughs> <laughs> but that event was just so. Inspiring. We're gonna do it again next year. Okay, very yeah. good. No, I was excited because I saw the pictures you had posted. Up. I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, look at everybody! They look wonderful!" And I, I felt really proud. It was mm-hmm. like, "Wow, it's 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 growing!" Mm-hmm. And there's like, it was packed. so many talented. It? People. it was packed. I didn't even. I was saying to uh, this girl that I met, I didn't even know there were so many black people in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. When I walk around, I'm the only person. Yeah. I'm, I'm the token black. Guy. Mm-hmm. I make fun of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I walk, I walk in, and I'm like, "Holy shit! Like these are some gorgeous mm-hmm. black people, and they're super talented. Mm-hmm. And you could just smell the energy." And the power mm-hmm. in the room, because like, we were talking about that, yes, about yes. the energy and stuff. And I said, that's why I have my office over at the lot, yes, because I feel that every time yes. I walk on, I'm like, right, yes. I left feeling like, okay, I need to write more. Yes. I need to write harder. I, I, I need hungry. to be more right. focused, yes. right? Because these people are are icons, and, and I want to be there. In there. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Definitely. And if they can do it. I can do it. Mm-hmm. And if I can do it, anybody can That's do right. it. Right. Just That's depends right. on how bad you want it. And make sure you pay it forward. Absolutely. For somebody else coming I'm up all about you. paying it forward. Yeah. Anybody, and all my friends will tell you, no matter how busy I am, I will slow down to read your script and give you very detailed notes because hundreds of people have done it for me. I believe mm-hmm. the, the The people that surround me, my friends, I, I wouldn't be here without them. I mean, nobody ever 
says no, I don't have time to read your script. Mm-hmm. No, everybody will take a script and read it without judging or and they were just brutally honest, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I love is you don't learn unless someone says that kind of sucked, mm-hmm. you know, and and I learned from it. So kudos to all my friends and I thank them daily because without them I wouldn't be here either. Definitely. So, definitely. Yeah. Cool. I love that. Thank you. That's what's up. Well, on that note, thank you, Bashir. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate having you on the show. Absolutely. Definitely. Especially the process of, of getting in and, and, and pitching. And right mm-hmm. now, we're just at that. Hopefully, on the come up, when mm-hmm. we come back around mm-hmm. 2016. Yeah, we have to have you back we'll on because y'all got the show picked up. Yes. talking about so you know hey. I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. That we'll one by fast. Have your writing partner come yes. too. She's away on vacation, but Yeah, next we'll bring time. her in Tell her she can bring the baby too. Uh, she would love that. <laughs> <laughs> she would love that. She would love that. Exactly. And she can bring the husband too. Okay. <laughs> Great guy. Great guy. Exactly. exactly. So where can people find you? Are you on Twitter and stuff? Or? I'm on Twitter. Bashir Gavriel. B-A-S-H-I-R-G-A-V as in Vegas. R-E-L. And I'm also on Instagram and Facebook and all that. I keep my Facebook private just for my friends because mm-hmm. I'm on there because it's my cousin. See, so. yes, <laughs> and I have a very specific kind of humor, but people know me and they mm-hmm. know that I'm just joking and they get it. But Instagram, <laughs> is following open. this one, then okay, so I will do that. <laughs> I will do this that. one. Ooh. What? Her and them black nerds, they be going in. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> keep it, keep it they private. You better not have a show, a movie like Exodus or some shit come out. Oh, jeez. <laughs> These ones. Don't even get me started on that. Was that the last one, the Exodus? It was something that else just came out. You went in on. The God, Gods of Egypt. Oh Gods God, of Egypt, it. yeah. Well, you know, now, now they're just trolling. <laughs> <laughs> what bothers me is that they know they're doing wrong, but. They're gonna do it anyway, and they just apologize afterwards. Correct. Because they think this. But the thing is, each of those movies, when they've done that, those movies have tanked. Yes. Mm-hmm. Noah, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. other one, Gods, the Exodus. So right. it's like, it's that's Every you need time. to change that formula. Every time. That Hawaiian one where um, with Jennifer Lawrence, <laughs> yes. with oh, yeah, no yeah. Hawaiian people in the yeah. entire film. Aloha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Where yeah. she was no playing money. half, and there's like, oh, you got an Asian person. I'm yeah. supposed to be half Asian. Come on. <laughs> no, I don't see it. So yeah, they got the University of Hawaii there. There's somebody studying. Theater yeah. You know what I'm I saying? Think, I you think know. what happens, they're just so used to doing the same old, same old, and mm-hmm. they're so they're they're not accustomed to how things are being shaped. And like we've mm-hmm. talked about it before, mm-hmm. um, the social media presence, the 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 fans really being vocal about certain yes. things, they really have to take in consideration. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're still gonna do what they want to do anyway, mm-hmm. but just understand there are some circumstances that will come with that yeah. because it's like people are tired of it. Well the only thing we have to be aware of is those you know, we both know it takes mm-hmm. three, four years to put a movie out. So they right. are years behind, right. you know, even doing it, too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, so, you ho- do- so hopefully those people, I mean, I feel bad for the writers who wrote the stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, who writing similar things mm-hmm. when we have to say, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe we should consider this and this and this. Sure. So I don't Absolutely. know. We'll, we'll see what happens. You heard about Akira is being oh, played gosh. by Scarlett Johansson. Look, and people yeah. are look, like, what? Look, Ghost in the Shell, <laughs> please. <laughs> please. Come on now. That's ridiculous. <sighs> but you know, hey. But that's another show. That's a, yeah. another show. <laughs> well, we'll have you back on when and we talk about that bullshit. I will be there. <laughs> I will be there. I'm all about that. <laughs> we talk about that bullshit almost every week. So. Okay. <laughs> this is awesome. And thank yeah. you guys exactly. so much for inviting me. No, thank you for coming. We're excited for you, and like we love it when we have new new writers that are coming up, and just to hear your story. Somebody yes. out there is gonna gonna really listen and study mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. and and take to heart what you said. Yeah. I hope so. You know, what I want the kids to get out of this is, and you know, I preach it all the time. You got to be hungry for this. You got to want this. That I'm like hungry and thirsty to me are two different things, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean. Hungry means like having that hustle muscle. Thirsty yes. is can you help me? Right. <laughs> you right. know what I mean. And right. You ain't did shit. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes. You're very. But true. to me, what very I love true. about yes. you is 
you know, people need to see how hard it is that you worked to get there. You didn't just all of a sudden write a script. Mm-mm. You guys had to develop and develop and yes. get that shit right. And you had to go in for 45 minutes and pitch it. Try going in for 45 minutes and pitching some shit. Yes. Okay, Difficult. beat by beat. Difficult, yes. Okay, yes. scene by scene. Keep that Difficult. energy and not, up. And not, zo- thank you. Okay. Keep yes. the energy Keep up the and energy not zone up. out and, not and be like, out. and try to remember everything you just said. Mm-hmm. When they start peppering you with questions. And they will. Yeah. You're going to be like, yes. oh, that's right. Scene, oh, damn. What was that scene I was just talking uh-huh. about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had Recap. it down. I, th- yeah. I feel like we were almost off book. That's how much, because we rehearsed it. Her, mm-hmm. uh, her husband, Jackson, we had the note cards. We spent days just rehearsing, rehearsing, mm-hmm. rehearsing. He was like, okay, I love this part, but you forgot this part. So when we went in, we were prepared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's how you do it. Nice. That's what's up. That's so where you at, Lisa, Lisa, Coach? Oh, Jam. I'm always on Twitter. I'm a Twitter <laughs> junkie. Uh, you'll always find me under uh, Saturday Night Sci-Fi, unless, of course, I'm up here doing something or some festival or some event. Um, you can also find me on Bitchflix, where I write a lot of feminist uh, film reviews. And uh, you can always find me. Usually I'm at most of the cons I try to go to. <laughs> Anything with a con in it. <laughs> you know, because most of the time now I'm doing panels and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um Coming the new year, uh, I'll as we get closer to some of the the conventions that are coming up, I'll let you guys know where I am if you want to come out and say hello. Um, I'm really trying to get to my because you know I'm from San Diego, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to get to Comic Con. You know, okay, y'all Comic-Con, take y'all, y'all take need to have over, us on the panels. Y'all take over my city. <laughs> you mess up my brunch spots. You make it <laughs> difficult for me to enjoy because you know every weekend I go, I walk around Billboard Park, mm-hmm. and then I go get my bagel from Einstein's <laughs> Bagel, and then I usually go downtown and hang mm-hmm. out and do my thing. I have my couple, of, you know, the broken yellow couple of my little places down there. But when Comic Con comes around. It gets to be like a zoo. You can't go nowhere. Which is, you can't go nowhere. And now they made it so difficult. Like, we got to do the whole um, <laughs> be like lottery there, system to try to get been. in. I wanted to go. It's, yeah. You know what? It is fun. Mm-hmm. It's just really big now, and it's really Hollywood. Right. But I think what's what's coming around now is when we do the panels and do the things that are down there, I, mm-hmm. I do miss the camaraderie. And I think because of being on Twitter, mm-hmm. I'm meeting a lot more people who are starting to come out and do things. So it makes me want to want to go back and go hang out at Comic-Con. You I can tell you this. Years. If your show... Turns up even a notch of some of that sci-fi. Mm-hmm. They'll be you'll they be asking you to go to that. Come love that. The thing that <laughs> we're writing now is extremely sci-fi, and okay, I, I guarantee it will sell. Oh, mm-hmm. good. It's going to be big. Oh, shit. I like that confidence. I like it. That's I, what I'm talking you know, about. Look, I've been that's there, what you need. that. We do look. it again. Oh, exactly. <laughs> well, when you staffing this bitch over here, that's her thing. <laughs> I remember. She wrote all them books down there. That's her. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Okay. Oh, all right, cool. Well, I am your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow me on Twitter. At Hilliard, I say Twitter because I'm cool like that. <laughs> on Twitter, at Hilliard Guest, and you guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR, on Twitter. <clears throat> and I said Twitter, like I'm a white dude. And then um, <laughs> please, please go on iTunes and give us a five star review because we need that for the metrics. Um, follow the show, um, subscribe, all that stuff because we're going to be in the top. Who was that? We, oh, I was in a Walking Dead. Commercial. Oh, cute. Oh my God. We're gonna be. Oh, cute. We got to get a picture of that, Bashir. <laughs> Bashir was in. You were in a Walking Dead commercial. Is that what that was? That's badass, yeah. dude. Oh, cool. So Bashir, Bashir was in a Walking Dead commercial. So he showed us a photo. We have to, we have oh to put that God. up. Um, so uh, if you guys have any questions, please hit us up. ScreenwritersRantRoom at gmail.com. Um, Go out with us in 2016. You guys know how we do it on the Ram Room. <laughs> we give you three. We give it opinionated. Really? We give it what? 2016. Peace, y'all. So you want to 
be a rider Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening You're pinning words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the Red Room.